Hello, and you are listening to Half Hour History, the show where you might learn something, but we guarantee nothing. I'm Jacinta. I'm Luke. And this time, we're talking about... Docker Bee! Now, right off the bat, I think we probably do need to acknowledge our resident ghost, Prince Eddie, as our third co-host, just so he doesn't cause any hijinks. I know, this show is haunted. Yeah. H-H-H-H, haunted half-hour history. Mm, yeah, I mean, look, I feel like uh, Prince Eddie is a benevolent spirit. I don't feel like he wants to make too much trouble for us. Gosh, but... I hope not. But I think as long as we kind of, you know, include him in things, I, I think I think we'll be fine. We, we, we need to learn more about, like, um, the supernatural. Like, do we leave out offerings to him? Like, um, what do princes eat? Well, I mean, he was a young, uh, sort of worldly handsome prince who loved the ladies when he died. So I think just, you know, some beer and chips. Like, that's probably what he's, what he's into. A fleshlight. He wouldn't have uh, had one of those back in the... The early 1900s? No, probably not, unless they sort of... Actually, um, the late 1800s he died. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so he wouldn't have had a flashlight. He probably would absolutely love one of those. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, uh, we're not talking about flashlights and Prince Eddie. We're talking about Doc Abbey this time Doc around. Doc Abbey. Yes. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, well... I feel like I'm being homeschooled when we do this. Because I heard nothing about what we're going to talk yeah, about. I'm just and, and sitting you, and here... You, you retain very little, Leslie. <laughs> we <laughs> my note that out. Ready to learn. Yeah. I was saying to someone, oh, we did Mary of Tech last week. And they were like, who's she? And I was like, um... <laughs> Somebody? Well, she's got a gun in her thigh. <laughs> Yeah, so we on Downton Abbey. Yeah, with Mary of Tech, I guess uh, we do like to have a bit of a pop culture element uh, to to the show, and the ties with uh, with Mary of Tech are a little bit tenuous, but they are not tenuous for Doc Abbey. Doc Abbey, I'm excited about. I've got a feeling this is right up my alley. Mm. So there was, uh, at the end of last year, there was a Korean K-drama that was called uh, Goblin the... What was it? The Great and the Lonely and Powerful God or something like that. You fucking went nuts over this goblin. Oh. So normally it's it's like around about the end of the episode where I go, oh, now I know why you're teaching me about this thing because there's this link to this thing that you like. But mm. now, I, okay, I get this. Yeah, so I was obsessed with this TV show. You watched most of the first episode, but you didn't didn't get much further than that. So It was just too intense. Yeah, there was just too much, just too much going on. And I managed to brave the uh, tsunami of intensity in the first episode and uh, and got all the way through. I was disappointed that, for me, a goblin mm. should be green, uh, small, have scabs on his nose, mm-hmm. have a little club, mm. want to take your pennies. Mm. And instead, he was one of the most handsome men I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, well, yeah, which was crazy. Yeah, it was just crazy. Who's ever heard of a sexy goblin? Mm, not J.R.R. Tolkien, that's no, for sure. Absolutely not. So, so that's where this episode is uh, is really coming from. Because I thought let's let's look at what the hell a Dockerby actually is. Is it a sexy man in nice clothes? No, no, it's not. Sadly, so, but so we'll Doc- find out what it is. A Dockerby is a Korean goblin. Kind of. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to jump the gun. No, you probably don't, because that's literally uh, what my first paragraph is about. Okay. So, <laughs> uh, 
Uh, Dokkaebi are legendary Korean mythological creatures that are often called Korean goblins by white people. Um, but goblin in itself is a bit of a shitty translation of the concept because it's more like a, a mashup of a bunch of Western mythological creature characteristics rather than being related to just one. So to pigeonhole them as just goblins is not really correct. I've got a question. Okay. Is it in Yokai Watch? I know that's not Korean, but it's got lots of. That's pretty racist, Luke. Things in it. Yeah. That are... No, they're all. Aren't Yokai. They're all ghosts, aren't they? Yeah. Yokai but, and, ghosts. And there's like crazy mythological things as well. Are there? there? Okay. I don't know. This isn't a ghost? No, it's not a ghost. It's a Dokkabi. A Dokkabi. Yeah. There is. Uh, what a Korean ghost. They're like. Guishin or something different okay. different things. So he's not a ghost. No, not a, definitely not a ghost. Uh, but yes, uh, Dokkabi, they're like they're a pretty big deal, like in Korea, and have been described as being to Korea as what like the leprechaun is to Ireland. Oh right, yeah, that's pretty. That's a big claim. Yeah, so like leprechauns, uh, Dokkabi are mostly pretty friendly creatures, but who like to cause mischief sometimes when they feel like pissing on someone's parade. Literally. Well, I would imagine so, yeah. Because you can imagine a leprechaun. They drink a lot. They, they need, drink all the time. They need to let it go somewhere. So they would just find a parade, piss on it, and then they're happy to go again. So the appearance of the Dokkabi varies depending on who you're talking to and what kind of Dokkabi you're talking about. So accounts throughout history have varied, but uh, these pattern tiles that were found with drawings of Dokkabi on them from like 2,000 years ago. Do you imagine that conversation between the husband and the wife planning mm. their bath bathroom renovation? Mm. Shall we go for uh, the Dokkabi tiles? <laughs> well, I was thinking more of a checker sort of pattern, but uh, eh, Dokkabi I don't know how I feel about all those little Dokkabi looking up the towel, <laughs> but uh, if you've got your heart set on it... Mm, yeah, so the, the version on these little tiles show uh, a type of Dokkabi that is, is what most people seem to have kind of come to accept. So they have horns, uh, bulging eyes, a wide face and mouth, long sharp teeth, a hairy body and long claws. To goat? Oh, not quite. So it's a bit like one of those like Chinese lion dance lions, yeah. but also kind of not. Am I allowed to Google image search a Dokkabi? You can. Okay. So sort of imagine like a, a lion dance lion crossed with like a, a troll with like kind of horns and teeth and shit sticking out everywhere and you're kind of halfway there. It's not it's not a kind of direct translation that's easy to... <laughs> terrifying bizarre. <laughs> I don't like it. So you're you're viewing the face of the Dokkabi now? I'm viewing the Dokkabi's face. And um, this is frightening. They look... Yeah, they, they look like trouble. Yeah, they sure do. Uh, so there's... As I said, there are a different... A whole bunch of different types of Dokkabi. So for different kind of situations and purposes. So some types of Dokkabi have like one eye. Some have one leg. Some are stupid. Some like wrestling. Some are good. Some are evil. Some like eating, some like archery. Basically, there are Dokkabi for all occasions, which I imagine is extremely convenient if you are uh, have kind of come across a, you know, a situation that's hard to, you know, explain why what is happening is happening. And you just go, well, 
Was it Dockerby? Dockerby did it. Dockerby. Dockerby must have done that. Yeah, it's like, well, why did you, you know, get drunk and fall over? And they're like, well, I wasn't actually drunk. It was a Dockerby came up and asked me to wrestle, and he won, and I fell over. And they go, oh, yeah, okay, Some I guess. Some Dockerbys like to leave the toilet seat up. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure uh, some of them do. You know, if you've got one leg, like, you know. Dockerby took her. Yeah. Took my leg. Yes, absolutely. Um, so in the Goblin TV show, the, the main guy is a guy called Kim Shin, and he is turned into a Dockerby after he's run through with his own sword, and he's then resurrected by a, a god-like entity, which is basically god, <laughs> God-like entity. He's a lot like God. He's God. Yeah. Let's, let's just say God. Let's, let's just, just call him let's God. Let's just call him uh, let's God. Just call it how it is. Yeah. Uh, he basically curses him to live life uh, as an eternal goblin until he finds his bride, who will be able to see the ghost sword that is still protruding from his chest, and to pull it out to end his thousand-year-long suffering. So this is all total TV bullshit and is not at all how the Dockerby yeah. are formed. I'm going to make you suffer. For a thousand years, you'll be a good-looking man mm. who will roam the earth getting plenty of... What? Tang. <laughs> <laughs> and wearing all the uh, fanciest, finest clothes. Yeah, I can understand if he got hairy and grew horns and yeah. turned into a bulging goat man with one leg who left the toilet seat. Oh, no. that, that's a punishment. Yeah. No, but, he uh, was hot. He's dapper. Sure was. Um, so in, well, reality or mythology or however you want to call it, they're actual, actually formed um, by the spiritual possession of old inanimate objects like brooms, baskets, grinding pestles, other household objects, or objects stained with human blood. So, mm. yeah, they, they don't take human form like in the show, though if you wanted to, you could argue that perhaps the bloodstained sword is actually the Dockerby and the body is just its way of getting around. Uh, but I think I'd probably be giving the show a bit too much credit there. So, the, like, the, the Dockerby... Every three weeks, so the Dockerby's back. <laughs> oh, dear. Um... <laughs> I've <laughs> got like a possessed tampon. Yeah. <laughs> well, you said there were all types of dog abuse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this one seems very erratic to me. <laughs> oh, those tampon dog they're so fiery. Um, yeah, so they're more like spirit things as opposed to actual physical beings. Yeah. Um, but the, the blue glow of the sword in the show is based on truth uh, because blue flames are a sign of a Dockerby's presence. Mm. So they got one thing right, at least. But, I mean, really, if, if there's going to be a show about a, you know, a broom, a romantic drama about a broom, would you rather have the show about the broom or the good-looking man? I personally, I know it's very uh, shallow and heteronormative uh, of me, but I would prefer the good-looking man. Sounds like both have the ability to sweep you off your feet. Oh! oh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a crowd pleaser. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that joke nice play one anyway. Your grand would like that one. Yeah, it's a nice uh, little... What is it? The Sorcerer's Apprentice it's gag a, there? Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's nice. It's, 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 it's a palette multi, cleanser. Multi-generational. After your goblin tampon talk? Yeah. <laughs> 
So Dokebi are a little bit like Edward from Twilight in that they prefer to hang out at night time, but if it's like foggy, rainy or overcast, they can also be found cruising around. So as long as there's no sort of bright sunlight, they're pretty sweet. So they mainly hang in uh, like sparsely populated areas like thick woodland areas, graveyards and abandoned houses. So they're creeps that hang out at creepy places at night. Okay, so yeah. a lot like uh, Edward from Very much from like Twilight. Edward from Twilight, yeah. Yeah, remember Edward had that like weird aversion to like Bella's blood and it looked like he smelt a fart every time uh, she came mm. in the room. Yeah, that's why Dockerby have to stay away from people because everyone just smells like farts to them. And she was a lot like an old broom. <laughs> <laughs> sure. So we've looked at... You know, what they look like. Yeah, so uh, terrifying. Yeah, how they're formed, uh, where they hang out. Now, every good mythological creature is equipped. Now, what weapons do Dokebi have? Uh, machine guns. Uh, no, not, not quite. Uh, they have a special Dokebi club, uh, which is basically like a magical wand that can summon things. Which is pretty cool, but they can't like green lantern shit out of uh, out of thin air. It has to be something that already exists physically in the world. So, if they're feeling a bit parched from wandering around and uh, doing dockerby things and and causing some mischief, and they've pissed on somebody's parade and they need to be replenished, um, and they want to summon a beer, a beer is going to go missing from a bottle or some, somewhere in the world. They don't just make a beer. They, they technically steal the beer. This is such a hat wearing a hat wearing a hat. Yeah, it right? is. You know, because it's like, oh, I'm a broom mm-hmm. that becomes a docker bee. Mm-hmm. Because the, somebody... The docker bee inhabits the broom. Okay, so yeah. I'm, a, I'm a docker bee. I inhabit a broom. Yeah. Now I need a broom. Yeah. So I use my magic wand to summon a different broom. Yeah. Yeah. Is Look, like, mythology is not a straight line. But man. is our like, mythology like that? Or unicorn? unicorn. Yeah. It's a horse with a horn on its head. Yeah. If you want to get really fancy, shit's rainbows, whatever. But, like, <laughs> simple. Simple. It's not, oh, yeah, it, it's, you know, if you leave a shoe under the, the it'll grow into a unicorn and then the unicorn mm. can um, summon a... The bloody bowl of cereal uh, by pointing its putting its horn in a bush. Yeah, but I mean, like, I'm glad that the Dockerby are a bit more complicated because I couldn't do a half hour history on fucking unicorns. Yeah, shit, aren't they? <laughs> They're pretty shit. They're just a horse with a horn on yeah, its head. What's yeah, good yeah. about that? Nothing. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of hats, though, they also have a hat, um, and this hat can make them invisible. Of <laughs> which yeah. would be really handy for just directly stealing the beer from the bottle o. If they were feeling a bit tired from doing too much, like, magic and they didn't want to summon a beer, they can just go there, put their hat on, tuck a six-pack in their fur and walk out. So, uh, Dokkabi are involved in a lot of Korean folklore stories, uh, mostly being just mischievous little fuckers and getting in trouble, but this is a story that I particularly liked. Oh, it's story time. I like this. Story time. Okay. Yes. This story is about an old man who was living alone in the mountains just minding his own business when a Dockerby rocks up at his house. Maybe it's a broom, maybe it's a, a goblin-y thing, we don't know. Uh, it's a bucket. It's a bucket, yeah. Uh, surprised, the nice old bloke gave the Dockerby a beer and they became friends. 
The Dockerby visited the old man often, and they had long conversations together, but one day the man took a walk by himself in the woods near the river and discovered that his reflection looked like a Dockerby. What? Freaked out, he realised that he was gradually becoming a Dockerby himself, which completely spits in the face of everything that we have learned up to this point. Was he a broom? No, he was just a man. Was his name Mr. Broom? (laughs) Well, it didn't say, but I suspect not. So... This shit was simply not going to fly, so Old Mate came up with a plan and invited the creature to his house. He asked, completely conversationally and not sus at all, Hey, um, what are you most afraid of? And the Dockerby answered, Oh, uh, I'm afraid of blood. Why is that? What are you afraid of? And the man pretended to be very frightened and said, Oh, I'm afraid of money. That's why I live in the mountains all by myself. And so the next day, the old man kills a cow and pours its blood all over his house, which is going to fucking stink. Why do you do that, buddy? And the Dockerby rolls around the next night with a carton of beer ready to hit the piss, and then he sees what the old guy's done and totally flips his shit. He runs away and says, Well, I'm going to be back with your greatest fear. And the next day, the Dockerby brought bags of money and threw it to the old man. After that, the Dockerby never came back, and the old man became the richest person in the town. Suck a dick, Dockerby! Yeah, except the old man couldn't spend it, because every time he went down the shops and went, I really need... Have you got any, like, cleaner that gets rid of <laughs> blood from the carpets? They went, oh, fuck, it's a Dockerby! <laughs> and, like, ran away. He still had a face like a Dockerby, right? No, well, I don't know. I think that the reflection was, like... I think he was still physically a man... But perhaps the the reflection was reflecting his spirit. I mean, I'm not here to pick apart these fucking mythological stories. I'm saying that's still, that's pretty intense. Like, you come around here every week. What if Mm. you went and looked in the mirror and there's my face looking back at you? Oh, God. Worst ever. Wow. Mm. Hey? Now, the most upsetting thing about the Dockerby is that it doesn't have any dick myths attached to it. What? Now, look, we've established very firmly last mm. week that you are the dick weaver. I was you, a born dick weaver, yeah, yeah. That, you know, history was only going to take us so far, mm. but there's a point where you're going to have to be able to relate these stories to dicks if yeah. we want this thing to have an audience. Yeah, absolutely. And, I mean, I was um, very conscious of making sure that the uh, dick weaving was, you know, it felt natural that I wasn't just going to be shoving a dick in where it wasn't um, required because there's, no. a wor- there's a word for that and, and our, our podcast doesn't need to be uh, part of absolutely. any unsolicited dick shoving. And I thought, to be honest, when you first messaged me about this, I thought we were talking about the dickaby. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, maybe history got it wrong and the the Dockerby that just has one leg actually has no legs. And one big dick. And one massive dick that he hops around on. But, yeah, well, I he mean, said there were all types of, of Dockerbys. Yeah, but I sadly I couldn't find any documentation to back that up, so that would just uh, be sort of headcanon, Dockerby headcanon. And like I, this story I'm doing where an old man... He, like drinks a lot of beer with the Dockerby and then mm. he goes for a piss and he's, the helmet of his penis is reflected in the water of the yep. toilet and it's a Dockerby's face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah. 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 That's yeah. a pretty. Uh, that was. That's a really cool um, uh, fan fiction. Well, it's going to be a show. graphic. It's going to be a graphic yeah. novel. Yeah. Yeah. But cool. yeah. Yeah, whatever you, I don't labels. Yeah, but look, the Dockerby may have let us down, but thankfully there are other Korean dick myths that can save the day. Oh, there's a little segment, a uh, recurring segment on the show we like to call Korean dick myths. <laughs> so there's a place called uh, Haesendang Park, which is on the east coast of South Korea. So and it's not Haesendong Park? <laughs> it's famous for having a whole lot of dick statues. Yeah, right. Yeah, in fact, it's actually known colloquially as Penis Park. Clever. Uh, yeah. I see what they did there. <laughs> Do you want uh, wood and stone dicks? You got it. Yes. Do you want cartoonish dicks with faces? Oh, yes. Like, that's just like the story I'm writing. You got it. You want cannons in the shape of dicks? I want my dick to be the shape of a cannon, mm. but yes, and the functionality, but uh, sure, yes. Do you want the animals of the Chinese zodiac represented through dicks? Oh, so like I'm the dragon, mm. the fire dragon. It could be a fiery dick dragon. Yeah, the picture I saw, I'm the year of the rat, and I saw the the rat face dick. I kind of want to Google image search this. <laughs> I think I think you probably should. What, what, what's it called? Because uh, let's let's spell it out because people are going to want to Google, uh, Google image yeah. search this as they're listening. Hastendang Park. So H A E S I N D A N G. Oh, look, I only had to go to the H A E S, and it was like, do you mean Hastendang Park? Do you mean the Dick Park? Are you sure? It's popping up things. Are you sure? Do you really want to? Oh, ho 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 ho! Now look. <laughs> this is the most, but you know, family photos. <laughs> yeah. How, how you get a photographer and like brothers and sisters and stuff lay on each other mm-hmm. and things. Here is a beautiful shot of a um, young girl, a little boy, reclining on a giant penis with legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of the ones, uh, there's some very, like, upsettingly realistic dick sculptures at this park. Like, the cartoony ones are fine. Um, but yeah, there's some others that are like, oh, okay, maybe don't let little Timmy drape himself across the dong. this one's a big wooden one with a hand around it. (laughs) Some of them, there was one that I saw and it was like a dick with a dick. Like, it looked looked like one of those rabbit vibrator things. It's a big giant double dick. Mm. Yeah, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there, there is actually a legend attached to this collection. It's not just some, like, creep with a fetish starting their own uh, public exhibition of wang. <laughs> I'd, like, I'd love this to be one, <laughs> one uh, eccentric billionaire's uh, work, life work. Mm, according to the legend, uh, a woman was once left by her man on a rock in the sea while he worked. He was a fisherman. Uh and the man was later unable to retrieve her uh, because a storm had whipped up and it, he wasn't able to get to her, and the woman drowned. Uh-oh. Uh, after that, all the people in the village weren't able to catch fish, and some said that it was because of the dead woman. You know, and we have previously previously established that ghosts are pretty vengeful fuckers, right? Yeah. And they're thinking that this woman has sent away all the fish because she was angry that she died on a rock. Which, to be fair, pretty that's fair enough, I think. So uh, I'd give her the fish thing. Yeah, yeah. So one day, a fisherman ejaculated into the water, and afterwards he was able to catch fish. So it was thought that exposing the deceased virgin to male genitalia pleased her. 
Now, I have read a couple of different versions of this story. Most of the ver versions say that uh, the guy just weed into the water. Mm. But I like the version where he ejaculated into the water because... What do you think he was thinking about? I don't know, like sexy fish gills or something. Yeah, mate. Like, yeah. I love, like, you know, uh, back in back in the olden days, they'd come up with stories to explain away things. And and uh, I like to think that... Uh, so, yeah, so the fish have all come back, right? Yeah. And... And Nature's bait. Yeah, well, I like to think that having an entire village of people nutting into the ocean, <laughs> surely that would bring back the fish because they're like, oh, this is a new and unusual protein source. Bunch of chums uh, <laughs> putting out their man chum into the water. Yeah, so to soothe their spirit further, uh, everyone went wanked in the river, but also the local <laughs> <laughs> the local, local people in the village made several phallic wooden carvings and held religious ceremonies on her behalf. I'm just looking at your will here um, <laughs> and sort of the, the very specific preparations you've made uh, mm. during the death. Um, am I right in thinking that uh, you would like the cremated remains to go into the river and then... Uh, Everybody wank into the river? <laughs> well, that's, that's what's on my will. Mm. Um, so, yeah, after a while, the fish slowly returned and the villagers were able to live comfortably again next to uh, a, 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 an ocean that was solid. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. And, um, just solid, just a cum river. Yeah, and that is the origin of the jellyfish. <laughs> Uh, the place where the woman died was named uh, Awabi Rock, and the building where the religious ceremony is held twice a year was named Hasendang, which is where Hasendang Park comes from. <laughs> uh, I see what you did uh, there. So, I have one more uh, Korean penisy story. Yeah, now, and you should, by the way, if people um, are in that area, go to um, the Korean Ballet and see Spoof Lake. Uh, <laughs> It's fantastic. Oh, dear. I'm glad that you got that joke out before I took a mouthful of drink <laughs> because your, your living room would have worn it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this other one I found, uh, it may well be my favourite thing that I have read while researching <laughs> this entire podcast. It's a bit of a folk tale slash kind of fable um explaining you know like a fable like it would explain why yeah, something happens yeah, 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 yeah? yeah so this one's explaining why people's noses run when they catch a cold okay and it uh was recounted by uh, a korean elementary schoolboy in 1915 so it's fair to say that it's probably complete bullshit but it's still absolutely fantastic so this um I'm not gonna not gonna spiffy this one up. This is the direct uh, translation from the Korean, so I'm just gonna read this straight. So this this is like the Korean version of kids say the dumbest things. Yeah, 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 yeah. So long, long ago, there was a king who had a son, and this son had two penises hanging there. So when it came time for him to marry, his father planned to marry him to a girl with two vulvas. But although they searched far and wide, they couldn't find such a girl. The two, two Volvos? <laughs> two Volvos. Okay. Volvos. 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 Uh, that's my favourite Vikings character. Volvos. Oh, Volvos was great in that last <laughs> season, wasn't he? 
much done. Mm. And, and so accommodating. Mm. Never had to go out with like many pockets, mm. you know? Mm. Just able to carry everyone's stuff. It was really nice. True. The king's a bit wet behind the ears. Yeah, the king's son died without ever getting married, so he became a ghost who wandered around looking for a girl with two vulvas. The ghost searched everywhere and looked very hard, but he just couldn't find one. And so, since there was nothing else he could do, he began doing it to people's nostrils. From that time on, people began to catch a cold. When somebody catches a cold, his nose is stuffed up as f- at first and he can't breathe, and then later his nose starts to run. That's because when the ghost puts his penises up there, the nose feels stuffed up. After he's finished, he takes them out, and that's when people can start to breathe again. But because he left his liquid up there, their noses run. This kid. <laughs> Forget your old dolls. <laughs> Forget, forget your J.K. Rowling. Oh. This is a story. Why hasn't this been made into it? Oh God, I don't. Film? I don't know. When I first read that, I was I cried. I was just like, oh, I wonder what this is, and it just got crazier and crazier. Wow. Yeah. So. so yeah, I hope everyone listening will never forget that when they have a runny nose. Yeah, I mean, if you weren't miserable enough when you have a cold, just. There is a ghost prince sticking his dick in your nose. Both dicks. Hmm. Well, so, I mean, most of the time you only have one side blocked up, don't you? And his name was Alan Two Dicks. <laughs> Maybe that's fucking Prince Eddie's uh, Prince Eddie's game. Well, what about we were talking the other week when we all went to Bollywood Indian restaurant mm-hmm. together, and we were talking about people's noses running mm-hmm. when they eat hot food. Oh. It was hot something else. Maybe. Hanging around Indian restaurants. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, there wasn't any any folk tales about uh, noses running for that reason. But, yeah, I mean, I mean, colds are bad enough, but now they've just been completely ruined for you. Or made better. I mean, it really depends on where, you, where you're sitting on the fence there. What's, like, snot then? Congealed cum. All right. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Well, you asked the question. Mm. Uh, so that is that is us uh, for, for this time. Uh, we're going to end. Wow. With a, we're going to end with a big chunk apology. of apology. <laughs> with a big congealed apology. We are very very sorry. Yeah. But you knew what this was. Uh, go and read yeah, us. The person that's let me search up history. I think it'd be great to <laughs> to learn about things while I drive to work. Yeah, yeah. Oh, even Siri woke up. No Siri, you can you can pipe down. Um, Did you say congealed? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's an image search that I do not want. I like. I've got some pretty uh, some pretty bad shit on my internet search history now because of this show. But I do not need uh, congealed cum to be one of those. So uh, you keep saying that. <laughs> well, well, yeah, the phone still hasn't uh, hasn't gone off, so I think Siri's uh, had her interest peaked by that. Anyway, you can visit us at fruitlesspursuits.com <laughs> and uh, and links to this show, all the the other shows. You can rate and review us on iTunes. Thank you very, 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 very much to the two people who have reviewed us uh, in the Australian store and the US store. That was very lovely of you, and we really, really appreciate it. 
Next time, I'm not 100% sure what we're doing. I think it might be Moondine Joe. Moondine Joe? Mmm. That, that's an Australian thing. It is a West that's Australian a, thing. Oh, well, shit. So um, it's even better than being looking Australian Looking forward thing. to that. And what a great tie-in to uh, some of the, the other shows happening at the moment. So that sounds great. Yeah, so you can find out info about all the other shows that we do. Uh, FP Cast is a pop culture show that we do every single week. There is also uh, Dungeons and Drongos, the D&D podcast that Luke does. And you'll be able to find links to all of that stuff on fruitlessfutures.com and the Facebook page and etc, etc, etc. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. We will see you next fortnight. Badonkadonk.